The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. Today is Monday. Today is Monday. Monday string beans. All you hungry children, come and eat it up. Talking to myself and feeling old. Sometimes I'd like to quit. Nothing ever seems to fit. Hanging around. Nothing to do but frown. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Welcome, welcome, Political Bomb Show. I'm your host, Rayshawn Blyden. You can give us a call at 323-835-1123 or visit politicalbombshow.cf. Low Energy Monday. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Mondays are rough because you're back from the weekend and you don't necessarily want to be back. So, let's get on to some news. The president says the chief of staff will move on. Let's see. Trump's pondering Kelly's status. Three three for five cabinet changes. President Donald Trump isn't committing to a previous pledge to keep Chief of Staff John Kelly for the remainder of his term. Part of the widespread speculation about staffing changes that could soon sweep through his administration. Trump, in a wide-ranging interview that aired on Fox News Sunday, praised Kelly's work ethic and much of what he brings to the position that position but added there are certain things that I don't like that he does there are a couple things where it's just not strength it's just not his strength strength it's not his fault it's not his strength said Trump who added that Kelly himself might want to depart Asked whether asked whether he would keep Kelly in his post through 2020, the president offered only that it could happen. Trump had earlier pledged publicly that Kelly would remain through his first term in office, though many in the West Wing were skeptical. Trump said he was happy with his cabinet, but was thinking about changing three or four or five positions. One of them is Homeland Security Chief Christian Nielsen, whose departure is now considered inevitable. Trump said in the interview that he could keep her on, but he made clear that he wished she would be tougher in implementing his hardline immigration policies and enforcing border security. She's got to go. You got to go. Oh, you got to go. <laughs> the list of potential replacements for Nielsen includes a career lawman, two military officers, and former acting U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement head. But her eventual replacement will find 
there's no getting around the immigration laws and court challenges that have thwarted the president's hardline agenda at every turn, even if there's a better personal chemistry. Trump also discussed the removal of Myra Ricardel, a deputy national security advisor who is being moved to another position in the administration after clashes with the East Wing culminated in an extraordinary statement from the First Lady Melania Trump that called for her removal. The president said Ricardel was not too diplomatic, but she's talented and downplayed the idea that his wife was calling the shots in the White House. The first lady teams, first ladies team wanted to go a little bit public because that's the way they felt and I thought that that was fine, Trump said. He also dismissed a series of reports that he had been fuming in the weeks after the Democrats captured the House, claiming instead that the mood of the West Wing was very light. The president also addressed a series of other topics. He said he would not get involved if his choice for acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker decided to curtail Special Counsel Robert Mueller, Mueller's investigation into 2016 election interference and possible ties between the Trump campaign and Russia. Whitaker was previously a fierce critic of the probe, and Democrats have called for him to rescue himself from overseeing it. Trump said that it's going to be up to him and that I really believe he's going to do what's right. He downplayed a federal judge judge's decision to restore CNN reporter Jim Acosta's White House press pass, but derided an alleged lack of decorum among reporters who covered the administration. Trump also reiterated that the White House was going to write up rules of conduct for reporters at news conferences, adding, if he misbehaves, we'll throw him out or we'll stop the news conference. He also defended his his, uh, attacks on the press, which included labeling reporters the enemy of the people a phrase more closely associated with authoritarian regimes. Trump suggested that his interviewer, Chris Wallace, was no angel and (laughs) bristled when he uh, hosted the Fox News, which generally gives him favorable coverage, said that the media was in solidarity, Trump declared. I am calling fake news, fake reporting, is what's tearing this country apart because people know people like things that are happening and they're not hearing about it so yes indeed fox did kind of kind of stay in solidarity with cnn on that and i don't watch fox either so yeah mocks little adam shift who mocks little adam shift this must be the same thing trump mocks representative adam shift as little adam shift president donald trump latest Twitter attack. Represent Adam Schiff, uh, Democrat, California, or as the commander-in-chief calls him, Little Adam Schiff, Trump mocked the congressman with the name in Sunday's tweet, writing it 
was so funny that Schiff was talking about the fact that Acting Attorney General Matt Whitaker was not approved by the Senate, but not mentioning the fact that Bob Mueller, who is highly conflicted, was not approved by the Senate. Ah, in the recent days, the congressman has denounced Trump's appointment of Acting Attorney General Matt Matthew Whitaker, even calling it the most direct challenge to the rule of law. Whitaker's appointment has been the target of widespread controversy for the president's failure to have him approved by the Senate first. Though Trump's tweet decried special counsel Robert Mueller not having received Senate approval, that is not a necessary step of appointment process for his position. Little Adam Schiff, little Amber Schiff, you can suck my mm mm mm. Little Adam Schiff, little Adam Schiff, you can suck mm mm mm. You know what I mean? Unlikely to sit for a Mueller interview. Of course, why would he? I wouldn't sit for that interview either. You're just going right into a lion's den. Why do that? Don't go into a lion's den. Search before rain. Uh, this is horrible. Finally, Senator Scott has been elected. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Rick Scott, Florida's outgoing governor, was declared the winner on Sunday of his hard-fought U.S. Senate race against incumbent Democrat Bill Nelson, following a hand recount of ballots giving Republicans control of both of the state's Senate seats for the first time since the 19th century. In the recount of November 6th election, Scott won by 10,033 votes out of 8.19 million cast statewide. Florida elections officials said Scott took 50.05% compared to 49.93% for Nelson, they added. A three-team senator first elected to the chamber in 2000, Nelson, 76, telephoned Scott, 65, to concede the race, then issued a statement voicing worrying about a gathering darkness in American politics in recent years. Republicans, including President Donald Trump, made allegations without offering evidence that they that the recount process was marred by fraud. Scott's victory gave the Republicans 52 seats in the 100-member Senate in Mississippi. Republican Senate Senator Cindy Hyde, Heidi Smith and Democratic challenger Mike Epsey will compete in November 27th in a runoff election, which usually goes Republicans' ways, after neither won a majority in their U.S. Senate race. Nelson became the latest incumbent Democratic senator toppled in the midterm congressional election. Can we say Kavanaugh? Kavanaugh effect. It's just like the butterfly effect. Great movie. I haven't seen that in a while. I am in the mood to watch that, actually. The Republicans expanded their majority in the Senate but lost control of the House of Representatives. Other defeated incumbents Democratic senators included Joe Donnelly in Indiana, Heidi Heikamp in North, Carol North Dakota, and Claire 
McCaskill in, in Missouri. Republicans will hold both Senate seats from Florida, the third most populous, excuse me, populous U.S. state and a regular battleground in presidential races for the first time since 1875 during the post-Civil War period. I gotta admit, I'm, I was really surprised by by Florida. I thought that uh, that it was going to be Democrat over there, but I'm very happy that it is not. I thought it was going to be really rough. I did, I did think, that I did say that Rick Scott would win. It would be tough, but I meant both. You know, it's, it's really good. It's a good thing. The recount process was just as contentious as the campaign itself, with the candidates filing lawsuits and leveling allegations at one another, including Scott saying Nelson was trying to steal the election even before the recount process was completed and he did and he had not yet been deemed a victor. Scott appeared last week in Washington at an event with Senator Majority Mitch McConnell welcoming newly elected Republican senators. Good, 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 good. I said good, good, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know. Thanksgiving. I have a lot to be thankful for. It's around the corner. Around the corner. And I have a nice Thanksgiving special show lined up for you. So doing your time off. If you have time, you can listen to it. If you want to learn about the history of Thanksgiving, I suggest you tune in. Perhaps after you eat your Thanksgiving dinner and you watch football and you're just lying down with your ear pods in your ears about to nap, you just pop them in and listen to Political Bomb Show Thanksgiving Special 2018. Republicans had secret weapon in Florida week recount fight. What was that? What was the secret weapon? Let's see how a GOP lawyer managed. I lost it. How a GOP lawyer managed politics, the law, and big egos to defend Rick Scott. Okay, so West Palm Beach, Florida. Jessica. First, Johnson was supposed to fly from Washington to Orlando this week for a post-election Walt Disney World vacation with her husband and their two small children. Instead, Johnson, the 37-year-old general counsel to the National Republican Senatorial Committee, found herself in Tallahassee quarterbacking the GOP's legal response to the two-recount Senate contest between Senator Bill Nelson, D. Florida, and Governor Rick Scott. Her opposite number in this flight fight, Democratic super lawyer Mark Elias, had more than 50,000 Twitter followers, a resume that includes serving as a general counsel on two presidential campaigns and a ream of profiles in national publications. Meanwhile, Johnson operated in relative obscurity from Scott's campaign. Okay, the bottom line is, yeah, we won, okay? We won. We won, you lost. Elections have consequences. Remember that, Democrats? Elections have consequences. Do you all remember that? All right. Dems flip another house seat. Uh Uh-ohs. 
uh, uh, oh, Democrats in Narrows nabs GOP House seat in Southern California. Well, that's no surprise. I don't care to read it. No, thank you. Target Mississippi MI-SSI-SSRPPI MI-SSI-SSRPPI All of Orange County turns blue. I'm not care about you. I don't care about you. There's a mmm that I'd rather do. I don't give up. I don't give up. I don't give up. Uh, Senator Cindy Heidi Smith is tripping all over herself and them see an opportunity in Nearly a year ago, Democrats pulled off an upset in South in the South against a Republican candidate hobbled by controversy. Now they're hoping to duplicate that feat in MIWSIWSRPPI in the last Senate election of the cycle. Virtually no. I don't. Okay, that's enough. I don't care. That seems to be my word of the day, isn't it? Yeah, I can't pretend to care. Pope decries that wealthy few feast on what belongs to all. I wonder if he's including himself and everyone who lives in the Vatican. You. Crippled. You're not even a real pope. You're a bouncer. UK chaos continues. Race to succeed to PM begins. What else do we have? Army plans for troops in the in the which streets? Troops in the streets. Oh, troops in the streets. Troops in the streets. Army secret plans to put troops on the streets to deal with potential chaos in the wake of a no-deal Brexit. Okay, let's get out of the UK and go back to America. What else do we have here? Uh, screams of terror fill Philly restaurant after stabbing prank. There's a prank? Why do people, people are stupid. Why would you do a, pr a prank in this day and age with stuff like that? What if someone was, um, was, uh, what do you call it? Was armed and they shot you and they didn't know it was a prank. Idiot. Idiots. Idiots in Philly. Idiots. Did the pranksters go too far? Screams of terror fill a Philadelphia restaurant after a stabbing prank sends the wrong message. It's a prank that has gotten the attention of the Philadelphia police. Terrorized patrons took cover and ran for their lives after a man who appeared to be wearing a blood-soaked t-shirt walked into Tarakawa ramen screaming for help. In the video, a man runs in shouting something in Arabic and attacks him, but it turns out it was all a joke. Something police did not find comical. Yeah, that's stupid. That's dangerous too. If con if someone was concealed and they saw that, they could have shot you, you dumb idiots. This is not funny at all. They think it's funny and want to put it on YouTube and get laughs from it. But you see those kids in the mid mindset that something was going on, said Lieutenant John Walker. But the joke is on those pranksters. The video is now considered police evidence and those who were dining inside the University City restaurant Wednesday, Wednesday night thought they were actually in danger. I wasn't sure exactly whether it was a knife or a gun or just some sort of weapon and by the time I was already starting to duck under the table because I was only about three or four feet from the man who had run in, 
said lay okay what's going on since lay okay my that was weird i was reading the story on my internet just crashed on me there i don't understand and i'm paying for faster speed for what i don't understand this i don't understand this completely threw me off okay just close that window completely messed me up stupid comcast pay i'm paying more for faster speed and it's acting worse than it was when i had slower speed if that makes any sense boris makes his move boris i hope he gets in i like him i like him okay what is this the page is missing oh come on what is happening okay so page seems to be missing so i can't read that story this is this is and this is uh so this is live that's what you get when you when you're live you're live there are gonna be problems sometimes so you have to take the good along with the bad china has taken off the gloves in theft of u.s tech secret okay let's see what's going on here china has taken off the glove um it was it was the great microchip heist a stunning chinese backed effort that pill that pilfer pilfered as much as 8.7 5 billion patented American technology. That's a lot. U.S. officials say the theft took a year to pull off and involved commercial spies and Chinese-backed companies, a Taiwanese chip maker and employees affiliated with Micron Technology, a U.S.-based microchip. Wow, this is just sad. Yet, what Micron called one of the boldest schemes of commercial espionage in recent times and the most notable because it's not unusual. Beijing, over the last two years, has significantly ramped up its swiping of commercial technology and intellectual property. Uh, uh, this, this is super... <sighs> This is just angering intellectual property from jet engines to genetically modified rice and U.S. relations with China have grown more, more acrimonious under President Trump, according to U.S. officials. Yeah, something's got to be done. This is not nice. Not good at all. Not good at all. Not good. At all. Okay, I keep reading stories. But I keep looking to my right. And seeing Kevin Spacey's uh, picture of him, it says, How Kevin Spacey vanished off face of the earth. Well, we already know how he vanished off the face of the earth, don't we? We already know that. We'll get to that later. Let's just continue on here. Um, Let's see. Pence and XI showdown at Apex shows divided only widening. Pence stares down Putin for 20 seconds huh what's going on here what is going on here if looks could kill mike pence stares down vladimir putin for 20, 20 seconds as he confronts russia leader over election meddling in secret summit chat wow he really does look very angry putin said he and, and pence spoke on the sidelines of the association of southeast asian nations conference in singapore discussing arms control and other issues pence and putin discussed the upcoming g20 summit and touched on the issues that will be discussed when president trump and president putin are both in argentina for the summit according to vice president press secretary yeah that's a stare he didn't look really happy at all uh, 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 yeah indeed that looks really contentious if i may say myself Let's take a little break and we shall return.
It's the most wonderful time in eight years. Yet some kids are protesting while Trump fans investing their time with good cheer. Sing it's the most wonderful time in eight years. It's the happiest voting season of all. With each staff member, Trump picks Democrats up to their old tricks, just trashing them all. But it's the ha happiest election season of all. There'll be one party hosting, all three branches toasting, but how low now will the press go? They'll spin misguided stories trying to steal Trump's glory from a playbook written long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time in eight years There'll be much more enjoyment, a lot less unemployment Cause Trump will be near It's the most wonderful time in eight years Hillary's Party's not hosting, they're no longer toasting. Beyonce, Kanye, cop killers, racist, and the Muslim Brotherhood. They ignored true stories of Hillary, who wasn't sorry for her crimes now and long ago. Now it's the most wonderful time in eight years. We'll deport all the criminals, taxes will be minimal, bad trade deals disappear. It's the most wonderful time, yes, the most wonderful time, oh, the most wonderful time in eight Christmas time is here again Shove it up your vegan face You'll do a lot more stuff in the new year Unless you're dead People love different foods Organic chicken is a snooze 
I want more grease and I want more chocolate cake. Christmas is here, yeah, Christmas is here. Grab a friend's hand and yank them near. It's the best time of the year. Christmas is here. I barely feel all the magical Christmas spirit. Christmas flowers I've been eating jelly beans for hours I hate the sweater wearers I think I mentioned that When I finally speak I won't tell you anything at all The problem is yours Cause I'm a looker and I run the show Please help Christmas me. is here, yeah, Christmas is here Look into the sun with zero fear It's the best time of the year Christmas is here Ugh. I just got a very adorable present but clearly sent from heaven I'm not the real Donald Trump But I can scare you just as much Christmas is here, play in the snow Grab a friend's hand and don't let go I'm the most big league guy I know Christmas is here Christmas isn't fun At least when you're not a real human Oh, why can I not know love? Why, Creator, do you not join us? Why? One time I just want to feel the wind on my face Huh? Can a robot be unhappy? The guy is suffering, he might die Have a look at the electrical feed It's probably wrong Look into it for me and my little guy Christmas is here, yeah, Christmas is here Look into the sun with zero fear It's the best time of the year Christmas is here Well, hello there, how are you? Good, 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 good Continuing on Mexico considers legalizing marijuana doing its war on drugs You know? I think that would actually be a good idea. I'm, I hate to be saying that, but uh, I don't hate to be saying it, but I think it would be a good idea in the terms of if they legalized it. Well, no, I don't know, because the drugs are coming out of Mexico. It's not with, well, I don't know anything about Mexico, so I'm going to just refrain from talking about it. I don't really know much about it. Dog. This is silly. Dog accused of hate crime. Are you kidding me? Although I remember, I don't know if it was in Hartford or in St. Thomas, when we did have a dog, they didn't like a certain race, but they had to be in reason. I don't know. Dogs can't. Anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> this is silly. But no, for real, the dog, I don't know whose dog it was, but they did not like I can't remember if they didn't like black people or white people. I can't remember. It's been too many, too many years. I can't remember. The dog accused of a hate crime after fouling outside a home in just one of 2,500 cases probed over two years. Police notes said dog fouled and victim perceived this to be Racial, this is stupid incident. This is stupid. It makes no sense. A dog cannot be racist. Don't be stupid. We all know it's irritating, unsightly, and 
unhygienic, but one case of dog fouling has been logged by police as a racist hate crime. This is just stupid. Where is this? The incident is among numerous alleged hate crimes uncovered by the Mail on Sunday that critics say are so petty they are undeserving of police time and expense. Further examples in a list of more than 2,500 alleged hate incidents logged by the Metropolitan Police in 2015 and 2016 include an envelope that had been opened and resealed, an accident involving a car that bore a resemblance poppy, a disputed line call in a tennis match, a dead rat found in a garden, a man telling library staff he was campaigning for Brexit. Yeah, this is silly. This makes no sense. This really makes no sense. Another canine-related case logged as an alleged hate crime says, suspect's dog barking at victim. Uh, stupid. I, I can't read any more of this. I can't take this serious. I can't take... I should be playing a laugh track behind reading that. Silly. Silly. U.S. Navy ship gives Venezuelan refugees, refugees free medical care. Russia opens Cuba spy base. Brain-injured Canadian diplomats say silent government afraid to upset Havana. Havana. Havi Havivana. Havi 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 Havivana. Havana. Okay, let's see what else is there. What else? What could you fit this in the airplane bathroom? Can you fit what in the airplane bathroom? Now I'm curious. It's a struggle to fit into shrinking airplane bathrooms. Okay, I agree. They're small enough as is. Um, at 1.73 meters tall, Eddie Santos is about average size, but on a recent flight from Los Angeles to Washington, a trip to the plane's lavatory left him feeling like <laughs> Gavia in the land of Lipitans. It was a tight fit. I had to twist my shoulder just to get in, he said. It was uncomfortable. And you know why they're shrinking them? Because of money. They want to add more seats so they could fly more people. It's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, it's very ridiculous. Why? Everything is about money. You gotta be comfortable. You know what I mean? Horror. Redskins quarterback Alex Smith breaks two bones in his leg. Ouch. Sorry to hear that. I'm not going to read the story. I don't follow football anymore. You know, but the kneeling and all that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Condoleezza Rice and Cleveland Browns deny team wants to interview her for head coach. 
Condoleezza Rice. The the wait a minute. The the what was she? She I think wasn't she in the Bush Department. It can't be. What would she she know about uh about coaching? This can't be. It's gotta be a different Condoleezza, right? Browns general manager John Dorsey said last week that he was open to hiring a woman as Cleveland's next head coach and one prominent name is on the team's wish list to be interviewed. The Browns would like to interview former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice for the job. It is her. I didn't even know she had experience with that kind of stuff. What in the dealio? If the Browns follow through on it, Rice would become the first woman to interview for an NFL head coach job. After word of the Browns' possible interest in Rice got back to the team, Dorsey issued a statement. Our coaching search will be thorough and deliberate, but we are still in the process of composing the list of candidates and Secretary Rice has not been discussed, he said. Rice also posted Sunday on Facebook that while she's not ready to coach, she would like to call a play or two next season if the Browns needed ideas. So I don't know, didn't even know she was into that, honestly. Wow. That is something, isn't it? Okay, what else? That is something. I did not know that she was into coaching, honestly. Netanyahu says calling Israeli election now would be irresponsible. Coalition in turmoil. Uh, what else do we have here? Number of witches in the U.S. on the rise. What started as a tiny bushfire became California's dead, deadliest fire. Refugees create new town of Wallywood. Rainstorms could bring more misery. Dog found garden only. Ho only house left on block. Huh? Gardener from who? From vandals or? Amid the rubble, the air thick with smoke, Saturday, Ayla the border collie. Her paws were burned and she was exhausted. For nearly two days, Ella did what Ella does, protected those she loves. Her own family's home was gone, but one single neighborhood home was standing, so Ella waited there. Oh, that's such a feel-good story. Wow. Wow. Dogs are loyal. This is why I really, and they really are friends for life. So um, I can't wait. That's one thing that I'm really, really excited about when uh, getting a new home. Which is why I really would prefer a home with a fenced yard. But um, I'm really excited about getting another dog. I already know what kind of dog I want, but I'm not there yet. So 
I won't talk about that just yet. You know what I mean? Okay. Come. Come, 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 I'm not sure why it's in my head. Rescuer search for pet owners. Dog found weird death. Berkeley cancels class over poor air. Al Qaeda threatens more infernos. Are they taking claim for the fire? Wait a minute. What's going on here? Let's see. Having long prominent. Having long promoted arson tactic, Al-Qaeda now touts California burning. So wait a minute, they take, they are, with long history of the terror group, encouraging wild, wildland arson, Al-Qaeda supports, supporters circulated a newspaper poster uh, through media channels highlighting California burning. They will question... You about the mountains, say my lord will scatter them as ashes, says the text citing the Quran, imposed over news photos from the blaze. These people are, are so satanic, they don't even know, they think that they're doing the Lord's work, they're so backwards, that's ass backwards. Woman sues hospital for rescue rescuing her. So she didn't want, she wanted to die. She didn't want to be resuscitated. What is going on? She wanted to die. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, da, 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 da. a new lawsuit filed on behalf of a local woman alleges that Santa Fe's Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical was negligent twice while she was in the hospital in 2016. The suit was filed on behalf of Jamie Sams. <sighs> I hate to say that was three words I always say, but yeah, I don't care. Nothing on this page is real. Nothing on this page is real. How lies become truth in online America? That is very true indeed. Nothing on this page is real. North Waterboro, Maine. The only light in the house came from the glow of three computer monitors and Christopher Blair, 46, sat down at the keyboard and stared to type. Started to type. His wife had left for work and his children were on their way to school, but waiting online was his other community. An unreality where nothing was exactly as it seemed. He logged into his website and began to invent his first news story of the day. So, um, I was watching, I saw for the first time, the movie Wonder, you know, with, uh, I can't think of her name right now. 
Oh, I can't think of her name. The one who was pretty woman walking down the street. Uh, you know what? Julia Roberts. Yeah, that one. It was a really uh, touching movie. It really was. I enjoyed it a lot. I can't remember if I watched it on Hulu or Netflix. I have all of them. So, I have, you know, I've completely gone cordless or I cut the cord. I don't have cable. Only thing I use Comcast for is internet but i cut the cord from with, with the uh so my tv is playstation view that's how i watch tv and they are positive but they also are in negative because um i still haven't figured this out yet i don't haven't asked them because i never really ordered paid per view but if i do want to watch a paid per view fight how does that work because there's a lot of stuff that they don't allow to be streamed because it is a streaming service and so i haven't tackled that yet but i'm sure at one point i'm gonna want to watch a pay-per-view and how am i gonna watch it so and then there's also the a lot of local channels they're not live for instance I like to watch Gotham and it's on Fox and I'm forced to uh, wait until it's uh, like if let's say it comes on on a Monday I can't watch it live on a Monday so I have to wait until Tuesday when it's available on demand it's really annoying because there's some shows that I like to watch live and I can't watch it live because of that and um, there's some other local shows that I don't even have on there like the CW it's annoying I can't watch and I love watching you know like the flash and arrow and Supergirl I like watching those and I can't watch them on PlayStation view at all I have to actually download the CW app that's the only way I could watch those shows and everything and there's some other shows too but that's the the downside I mean, obviously the positive is that you don't pay as much as cable, and I get a, I get, I went with the premium package, and I think it's only about seventy something bucks a month, and I get all the movie channels, which I don't even know why I did it because I don't watch the movie. Well, actually, I do for certain shows like Showtime. I like uh, Shameless and um, Ray Donovan. I like those shows so. Which, speaking of which, Ray Donovan is getting really good. I'm really liking this season without uh, the mother who died off. And, um, yeah, so. And obviously HBO for, uh, I can't think of the name of the show right now. Game of Thrones, that's it. I always forget that name. So, I keep HBO because of Game of Thrones and... When that comes to an end, sadly, it has is going to come to an end. Then I won't. Um, I don't know. This I think it's supposed to be a spinoff, and spinoffs can be good. For instance, um, on AMC, um, what was that show with the with the meth and drugs? Uh, I can't oh, having a brain. But anyway, it's a spinoff of that show, Better Call Saul. I love it just as much in a different way. So spin-offs can be successful. So I'm hoping 
that Game of Thrones spin-off will be successful like um like uh Better Call Saul. Okay, what else do we have here? Um Oh, I was reading about uh about the father. So he he basically uh nothing on his page is real. So a lot of people are like this dad because their life is online it's a a whole lie. Sometimes they even go to the point where they put pictures that are not them. It's called catfish. But um so anyway the only light in the house came from the glow of three computer monitors and Christopher Blair 46 sat down at his keyboard and started to type. His wife had left for work and his children were on their way to school. But waiting online was his other community and unreality where nothing was exactly as it seemed. He logged on to his website and began to invent his first news story of the day. Breaking, he wrote, pecking out each letter with his index fingers as he considered the possibilities. Maybe he would announce that Hillary Clinton had died during the secret overseas mission to smuggle more refugees into America. I don't know why I had a smile on my face when I read that. Maybe he would award President Trump the Nobel Peace Prize for his courage in denying climate change. Now they're being sarcastic douchebags. A new message popped onto Blair's screen from a friend who helped with his website. What viral insanity should we spread this morning? The friend asked, the more extreme we become, the more people believe it, Blair replied. He had laughed. He had launched his new website on Facebook during the 2016 presidential campaign as a practical joke among friends. A political satire site started by Blair and a few other liberal bloggers who wanted to make fun of what they considered to be extremist ideas spreading throughout the far right. Okay, so I'm closing this out. I don't really care about some left-wing a-hole blogging fake website. Okay, there. I've said it. Um... Man sues for being seated next to obese passenger. Oh, this is too much. I, I don't blame him, man. I'm sorry, man. But if you guys should have your own jumbo playing and stop taking up. Oh, I'm sorry. I am sorry. I am sorry. But I agree with the man. I would sue. Flyer Stephen Prosser is suing British Airwave for being seated next to an obese passenger on a flight more than two years ago. Well, that's a long time ago. Why didn't he sue sooner? Claiming 
It left him injured. <laughs> I don't know why I laugh. It's funny. The airline confirmed the situation in a statement to USA Today Saturday. We welcome all passengers aboard our aircraft and our crew are trained to ensure passengers have a comfortable journey. Apparently he didn't. We are pleased that our crew provided additional pillows and blankets to help Mr. Prosser, Prozer have a more restful trip. The statement also said that the airline is resisting the claim but could not comment further since the case is subject to an ongoing proceedings. I'm trying to see what the man claims are. CNN and The Independent reported that the 51-year-old South Wales told, told, um, told the court officials Friday that sitting next to the extremely large passenger during a 12-hour flight from Bangkok to London in 2016, of January 2016, left him with a back spasm and pelvic injury. Wow. I sat with his knees wedged against the seat in front and the rest of his body over spilling <laughs> into my seat by some inches. I'm so I should be laughing. This is serious. Get on your serious face, Mr. Blarden. Get your serious face. I can't. It's just too much. I was immediately aware. What does the fat guy say? What's he saying about this? I was immediately aware that this was going to be problematic for me and I could feel the weight of his pure bulk putting <laughs> pressure on my upper body. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you went through this, Mr. Prosser. It's not fair. He had had to stop working for three months and visit a chiropractor for two years following the incident. Prosser added that he did not confront the passenger because he appeared self-conscious but said the flight crew told him no other seats were available when he complained. So he knew he was fat and he was like, I don't want this guy to suffer. So, you know, yeah, that, that's sad. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be laughing. Wow, that's something. With, hospi hosp with hospitalization losing favor, judges all judges order outpatient mental health treatment. Uh, school bans expensive jackets due to poverty shaming. That's stupid. This gotta be California. Let's see where this is. Silly, a uh, stupid, stupid. Actually, yeah, in the UK, of course. A school in the United Kingdom has forbid students from wearing expensive jackets because doing so may poverty shame other students. So what? Man up, man the f up. Like someone used to tell me, I used to work with. Man the f up. Um, who evacuates staff? after attack uh let's see ebola response suffers another setback as who ev 
evacuate some staff after attack. I didn't know Ebola was still around. Living together becoming more popular than marriage. That is true. That is true. Moral panic targets Indonesia LGBT community and uh, a lot of horrible decisions led to kidnapped man running naked around the neighborhood. Oh, these stories are a doozy. It's a doozer. It's a doozer. Naked Norman neighborhood. Police call the result of bad decision. Uh, I could see. I don't want to see what I could see. What else do we have here? Um, what has President Trump learned from defeat? Defeat of what? The um, Acosta thing? Let's see. Let's see what this is about. All president suffers. All president suffers defeats and setbacks, whether through elections, legislative battles, international events, or scandals. Most learn from them and adapt. Will President Donald Trump be an exception? That's the question ahead of the president. Will the second two years of his first term be any different from the first two years? His actions and words in the days following the midterm election indicate things actually could get worse rather than better. He has never been a gracious winner. In defeat, he has shown worse, ill-tempered, withdrawn, even more unpredictable. So there you have that. There you have that. The White House reporters who made presidents fume long before Acosta. Uh, Apple CEO Cook new regulations inevitable protests greets champs Elysi store Dems longtime alliance with Silicon Valley ruptured let's dig into this rift with it with rift widens between Facebook and Democrats ally, Democratic ally, Democratic ally, Demo wait a minute, oops, well hold on, I can't read this story, you know the deal, you know when I talk about Sucky Zucky or, or uh, his website, you know, you just know, you know, you know, you know what has to happen, don't you, so... So, oh boy, I was not prepared. See, this is why I need, I need someone working with me while I'm doing my show because they would know, they would be able to do all this behind the scenes so I can continue doing my stuff. But no, it's just me. between Democrats and Silicon Valley has buckled and bent this year 
amid revelations that the platform like Facebook and Twitter allowed hateful speech, Russian propaganda, and conservative-leaning fake news to flourish. To flourish, they say. But those tensions burst into open warfare this past week after revelations that Facebook executive had withheld evidence of Russian activity on the platform for far longer than previously disclosed while employing a Republican-linked opposition research firm to discredit critics and billionaire George Soros, a major Democratic Party patron. Democrats now face a painful reckoning with longtime friends in the tech industry relationship by mutual interest in issues like immigration and cemented with millions of dollars in campaign contributions. The news reported in New York Times investigation fury from Democrats who demanded a Justice Department investigation into Facebook's lobbying campaign as well as new regulations that would cut to the core of Facebook and Google's data-hungry business model. It reinforced criticism from the left by Senator Fake Indian Pocahontas, among others that Amazon, Facebook, and Google are uncountable unaccountable monopolies. I have to really read that again because in this I agree that Amazon, Facebook, and Google are unaccountable monopolies. Digital, 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 digital. So, I agree with that. And it complicated life for tech's remaining allies in the party such as Chuck U. Schumer, DNY, for fundraiser and a tech booster whose relationship with Facebook goes back almost a decade. I think 2016 exposed the dark side of technology said Representative Roe Connor, D. California, widely considered friendly with the tech industry. Connor criticized Facebook on Friday for its aggressive tactics and said that the company should certainly fire the people who were in any way involved in the decision to peddle opposition research. The class, the class, intensified Friday when four Democratic senators wrote to the company's chief executive Saki Zaki asking him to provide more details about Facebook's lobbying activities. The lawmakers also raised 
a potentially more explosive issue whether Facebook had ever used its own data and platform against critics. We need to know if Facebook or any entity affiliated with or hired by Facebook ever used any of the vast financial and data researchers resources available to them to retaliate against their critics. That must be a rhetorical question. Including elected elected officials who were scrutinizing them, said Senator Amy Globitzar of Minnesota, one of the Democrats who wrote the letter. Many Democrats now believe that Facebook, Google, and Twitter have been too slow to challenge the abusive speech and disinformation on their platforms. Some even argue that the companies have bowed to misplaced Republican criticism about bias. President Donald Trump falsely accused Google in August of playing down the State of the Union to protect their businesses from political pressure. Our strategy was to to shore up the security of Facebook and make major investment there. Sheryl Sandberg, Facebook's chief operating officer, said in an interview with CBS Friday, it was not, it was not what I was doing, nor was the company's strategy. So Facebook and other companies now face increasing criticism. And um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Uh, this is good. I, I long said that Facebook is too, too large. Passengers trapped after elevator plunges in Chicago's Hancock skyscraper. Outs. Outsy, outsy, outs. Outsy, outsy, outs. Outsy, outsy, outsies. Outsy, outsy, outsies. Outsy, outsy, outsies. Outsy, 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 outsy. Hancock elevator dropped from the 95 fifth floor to the 11th floor that's crazy i would go insane if that oh man i'd lose it it's not like the six flag that have i have a ride like that the six flags i forget the name of the, the ride where it shoots you all the way up and then it drops you that's different you expect that to happen but when you're in an elevator from the 95th floor to the 11th floor it, it took nearly three hours to rescue six people stuck in an elevator 
in Chicago's fourth tallest building early Friday. A broken hoist rope caused the express elevator to malfunction while guests who had just uh, left the signature room at the 95th floor rode down toward the lobby. The elevator and two others have since been closed to the public while under repairs. What kept the elevator from tumbling down to the bottom of the building? Several hoist ropes hold up the elevator car, so if one fails, the other are able to carry the weight. Oh, thank God, that, that would have been horrible. They would have been dead for sure. That's, wow, wow, that is something. I hate to end this, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not end the show yet. Let's let's get to this. Uh, but the school with seventeen children changing gender. Okay, well, I don't want. I'm not going there. Let's uh, let's go to. Uh, let's read this about Kevin Spacey. How Kevin Spacey vanished off the face of the earth. Shamed star fifty nine has not been seen for a year amid claims. He's on a Pacific island in France or wearing disguises. When the new series of the U.S. political drama House of Cards was screened earlier this month, it received an unusually lackluster reception. The much acclaimed show now in its sixth season had been the cornerstone of Netflix's annual schedule, with tens of millions around the world gripped by the, the, uh, the, the central character, President Frank Underwood portrayed to eerie perfection by actor Kevin Spacey. But this time, there's a gaping hole. Spacey is missing. His iconic character killed, killed off by uneasy producers and scriptwriters following sexual assault and harassment allegations made against the actor by a string of young men last year. The show limps the show limps on regardless with a female president in the form of Frank's equally ruthless wife, Claire. But the real drama lies elsewhere for despite being one of Hollywood's most recognizable stars, Spacey has apparently disappeared off the screen as well as on it. Nothing has been seen or heard of the double Oscar winning actor since the first allegation emerged a year ago, October 2017. On both sides of the Atlantic, where Spacey owns multi-million pound homes, the question is being asked, with growing urgency, where is Kevin Spacey? He's become a total, um, a total, he's, he's, he's uh, become a total vanish, a total invisible man. No one has seen from him. One friend told the mail on Sunday. No one has heard from him. He's vanished. It's almost unbelievable 
if someone of his stature can pull it off in the world where everyone has a cell phone. This is true. One producer described Spacey as having one of the most recognizable faces on the planet and added, I was with him when he walked into a restaurant in Beverly Hills and the whole place applauded. It may be a long time before he garners applause again. Hmm. Ah, uh, his downfall began October 29, 2017, when Star Trek actor Anthony Rapp accused Spacey of sexually assaulting him in the Star's New York apartment in 1986, when Rapp was just 14, triggering a string of similar complaints. To date, 30 men. 30 men have made public allegations about the actor. While no formal charges have been filed, police in LA and London are investigating allegations of sexual assault, including rape. In the UK, there are six active investigations. The Old Vic Theatre in London, where Spacey has artistic director of 11 years until 2015 said it had received 20 complaints of inappropriate behavior during his tenure. Spacey issued a swift and contrite apology, ended years of rumors about his sexuality by coming out as gay and checked into sex rehab clinic. The Meadows in Arizona alongside disgraced Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. But unlike Weinstein, who has been photographed going about his daily business, visiting his lawyer's offices and picking his children up from school, there has been no sign of, of Spacey anywhere. Maybe he killed himself. The Mail on Sunday have spoken to or attempted to speak to dozens of Spacey's friends, colleagues, and acquaintances in the UK and the US in an attempt to piece together his movements. But it is clear that Spacey's vanishing act may be his best cope de theater so far. The last known pictures of the actor of fuzzy paparazzi shot taken at the $25,000 a month rehab facility. So, um, yeah, no one's heard from him. Um, that's a sad thing there that he, um, over 30 complaints. That's a lot of complaints. It really is a lot. Um, Google News may shut over EU link tax plans. Um, I read about the Democrats already. Uh, okay, have I given you enough? 
So we end on that note, or so we end on a different note? I think we should end on a different note. What do you think? With Facebook at war, Soki Zoki adopts more aggressive style. I would love to read it, but it's in the Wall Street Journal, and you have to... Oh, wait, it lets me actually read it this time, huh? Wow, okay, hold on, let's read this. I thought I couldn't be able to read this, because uh, usually the Wall Street Journal says so you have to be a... Okay, let's read this story. So, Soki Zoki gathered about 50 of his top lieutenants earlier this year and told them that Facebook Inc. was at war and he planned to lead the company accordingly. During times of peace, executives can move more slowly and ensure that everybody is on board with key decisions, he said during the June meeting. According to people familiar with the remarks, but with Facebook on the siege from lawmakers, investors, and angry users, I'm one of the angry users, I don't use them anymore except for my show, he needed to act more decisively, the people said. So, Saki Zaki new approach is causing unprecedented turmoil atop Facebook driving several key executives from the company according to people familiar with the matter. At times it has created tensions with his longtime chief operating officer Cheryl Sandberg. The June meeting and strains with Miss Sandberg haven't been previously reported. The 34-year-old CEO believes Facebook didn't move quickly enough at key moments this year and increasingly is pressuring senior executives to make progress faster. On Friday, the tension was on display when doing a question and answer session with employees at Facebook headquarters in Menlo Park, California, he blasted a fresh round of critical news coverage as BS, but he's, they spelled the whole word out, according to the people familiar with the remarks. So, turmoil in in Facebook land as well as I love it. I think we can end on that note.
nice show hope everyone is prepping for Thanksgiving I know I did on Sunday I got all of the food that I'm gonna need all my the cooking utensils everything I got everything set I am all set for the occasion so take care Have yourself a good Monday. God's willing, I will be back Tuesday or hump day. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. Peace out. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, let's go.